Welcome to Setting Captives Free podcast, where we talk about how to experience gospel freedom. Romans 6-7 says, For one who has died has been set free from sin. On today's broadcast, Mike Cleveland, founder of Setting Captives Free, shares how you can experience the freedom purchased for us by Jesus Christ at the cross. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike Cleveland, and I am in Washington State of the United States, and I'm talking to a new friend, Samuel. And Samuel, I forgot to ask, where are you from? You're on the other side of the ocean, right? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm uh, tuning in from London, actually. Yeah. Okay. United Kingdom, yeah. Very good. Very good. I um, I travel to London. I I used to travel to London before the coronavirus hit us. Um, Okay. I'm familiar with uh, with where you're from, so uh, we are here today to discuss together the uh, what has happened in Samuel's heart and life, my own heart and life, and in hopes of giving hope to you, if you're listening, that uh, you as well can experience this wonderful change that Samuel and I are experiencing. Yes. So, um, Samuel, I thought we would go through Isaiah 53, like you and I talked about before we started this recording. Um, I don't know if you have your uh, Bible there. If not, I'll just read it and we can talk about it. Um, Jesus is called in verse 3 of Isaiah 53, a man of sorrows. Uh, he's acquainted with deepest grief. Um, that, you know, that's kind of a picture of my past right there. Uh, sin had made me so sorrowful. I had ruined one marriage. I was about to ruin a second before God arrested me. Um, and I was acquainted with the deepest grief because that's what sin brings. And so is that resonating with you at, at all as well? And, and what can you share about those couple of thoughts there? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was sharing with you that um, unfortunately, because of certain decisions and actions in my life, uh, I've been separated from my wife for and, and four beautiful children for six to seven weeks. And um, yeah, it, it would definitely it feels a lonely place, a place of rejection. So I can definitely identify with these words. And yeah, it, it's not nice because every human being has been created to be connected, to be in communion with others. So yeah, in, in the marriage household, I never thought we'll get to the point where we got today. Um, so yeah, I, I can really uh, sympathize with the words in this verse. Yes, it's it's heartbreaking to hear of your separation, and I'm hoping everybody um, who will hear this will pray for you, Samuel. I know I am. As Thank well. you. That's definitely sorrow and deepest grief, for sure. The next verse says, we turned our backs on him and looked the other way. Um, and, you know, we rebelled. This This is a definition of going against God, turning our back on him. Uh, for me, it was years and years of pornography and lust and sexual impurity and, you know, lots of other things, too. There was drunkenness and drugs and various various other things. Because, you know, Samuel, when we, when we open the door an inch, even, the devil just kicks it in and, and comes right in. How about you? I know you've experienced impurity in, as well. And can you share a little bit about that as far as maybe how long you're involved in it and so forth? 
Well, yeah, okay. Uh, pornography entered my life in a, as a, a teen, early in my teenage, uh, when with a group of friends, we found the magazines uh, with the pictures of naked women. And that was the, my very first time even seeing that. I must have been around 12 or 13. And um, yeah, the magazine for some reason stayed with me and I hid it in my room. And um, that was the open door, I guess. But as I, as I grew up more, yeah, I started w watching more uh, movies, proper movies. And, and then um, when I arrived in London at the age of 20, uh, I started going clubbing, sleeping around with different women, you know, um, not living for God at all. And uh, until five or five years of that lifestyle in London, but then yeah, God found me in the streets of um, of uh, London, and um, I ended up weirdly because I did grow up in Catholic church back back in Belgium, so I had some kind of uh, knowledge of God, and but in my life as a womanizer and going to clubs. I met this guy who wasn't in his right mind and um, I felt to share that Jesus could set him free, help his mind to, to get, come back into where he should be. And I saw him two days later in another area of London in Peckham on Queen's Road and I just offered to pray for him. I had a vision of him falling on the floor. In those days, I didn't even know that what he meant. I didn't know the power of God could fall on people. And yeah, we went to pray on the other side of the road on the grass. And as I finished the prayer, I put my, my hand on his head and say, in Jesus' name, um, three times he fell on the floor and was trembling. But when he got back up, he, his countenance had changed, his look had changed, and he was back uh, into his normal self. And that's the day I decided to accept uh, Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And... Um, but to come back more on the theme of impurity, uh, through my life as a Christian, uh, I had times of freedom. Uh, and yeah, from that time onwards, I stopped sleeping around with women. I stopped going clubbing totally. But in terms of the por pornography, it's always stayed uh, uh, on and off at different times. And even when the Lord blessed me with a wonderful wife, um, uh, not straight away, but after some times when difficulties came into the marriage and maybe times of not being intimate or yeah, my coping, my wrong coping mechanism, I turned back to the pornography at times. And uh, maybe the last bit I share before handing uh, it back to you is just to say for me what I realized well through doing the setting the captives free bootcamp on purity. Um, I actually, I, if you had asked me before doing the boot camp, uh, if I was a faithful man, I would have said that I was because I had never physically uh, slept with another woman or never even flirted with another woman. Right. But through doing the course, reading the various testimony and obviously the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit, I realized that um, watching pornography is a form of uh, adultery. So it's an inf infidelity. And that came so strong to me. And um, that's one of the things that pushed me actually to repent from it fully. And I believe, although it's true, I must say I've had 
periods of freedom in the past. But I believe this time I've repented properly and I'm turning to Jesus uh, much more regularly and, and the cross and what happened there. And also I have never had the intention to be unfaithful, but the deception of the enemy, one, and ourselves, it's so subtle. You can think, oh, it's only on a computer. It's uh, it's uh, virtual. It's not real. Uh, it's, it's nothing, but it's, it's not nothing. It's, 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 uh, it's massive. It's, it's, it's a big open door to the darkness, yeah. Wow, you just described my life there, brother. <laughs> to a, okay. To a T, I think. Um, and so uh, just as a, by way of summary, how many years would you say that you were involved in impurity and pornography? Um, okay, well, as I said, if we, let's say start at 13 and I'm now 40 years old, so that's, uh, is it 27 years? Seven, okay. 27, yeah, 27 years of uh, on and off, yeah. That's a long time. That's uh, yeah, yeah. It's most of your life, and yes, and yet you're experiencing freedom now. Um, as we look yes. at, at the next verse, I think it gives us clues as to how we experience this freedom, because it says in verse four. I don't know. Do you have your Bible there, or, or should I just? Yes, read yes, yes, yes. Can you read I do. four Isaiah fifty-four? Yeah. Okay, it's the. It, ASV version, but yeah, surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Is it four? Yes. Okay. If you if you look at that, um, it was mine says our weaknesses that he carried, or um, our our sorrows that weighed him down. So if you think about it, um, Samuel, Jesus, when he went to the cross, what, had taken your weakness, your sin, your sorrows, my weakness, sin, and sorrows off of us, and it weighed him down. But at the mm. same time, it lifted us up and freed us from these things. And so the yeah. cross of Christ is where we experience this freedom. So if you think right now, Samuel, about the cross, what we're studying right here, um, how did that message affect your heart? Just as you think about it, what, what changes does this message do for you personally? Yeah, when, you know, I, 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 knew, the, I knew the message, I was acquainted with the message and know it personally to an extent, but um, it has amplified in my heart and mind, and especially using the eyes of imagination and um, using that part of yourself to visualize um, Jesus on the cross. It's a very effective way of being reminded why he really suffered for, for us because you feel, you feel it, you feel connected and you see the weight, the, um, the pain that he carried and why he went through and he, he went all the way through it for each and every one of us. And uh, realizing, yeah, if he had to do it only for me, he, he would have gladly done it. And that, um, it's, it's add to an element of communion on a daily basis with, with Christ when, when you go back to it. Um, I think it's very powerful. And he has um, just lifted up many things from my heart, mind. And um, so far, there's not been 
so many um, desire to go back at all. Um, the, 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 there's been little glimpse at time, uh, but not strong. And it's a greater desire to live for the Lord and allow the Spirit to lead me and not to gratify my flesh in any way because it's not what I was built or designed for. That's a really good point. You know, as, as you look at the cross, you see Jesus wasn't gratifying his flesh. He was crucifying it. Uh, and yeah. that's how we find freedom as well when we die uh, to it. Just like Jesus, you know, we too were crucified with Christ. And so it's not just, okay, we look at the cross and see Jesus dying. We actually see ourselves hanging on that cross with him. Um, in verse 5, it says, He was pierced for our rebellion and crushed for our sins. But again, that crushing that Jesus endured makes us whole. Um, just like he was weighed down with our sorrows so that we could be lifted up, he was crushed um, so that we could be put back together again and made whole and made right with God. Um, in fact, that's yeah. what it says in the next verse, he was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. Now, so thinking about this just now, uh, Samuel, are, are you able to say that he's made you whole at the cross, that he's healed you from sin sickness? And of course, we still sin. We're not saying that we're perfect yet. We're just saying that, that he has set us free. He's healed us. He's, he's making our hearts whole. Is that your experience as well? Uh, yes, uh, I would say yes. I feel that he has made me whole and um, that as I daily um, connect myself intimately with him, I'm able to live the life that he has in store for me, which is a much greater and richer life. But yeah, I do feel whole. I do feel um, chosen, you know, um, by God with a, an assignment and a purpose uh, because that wholeness is great for, for myself. But when there can be an overflow into other people's life, I think that's when you really start walking hand in hand with Jesus because his desire is always to reach out and to multiply and for other people to be able to experience that wholeness, that freedom. So yeah, I've been feeling that freedom and that um, joy of knowing with more assurance that by living a pure life in Christ Jesus, there's no need for doubts uh, whether I will make it or but it's, I'm already in him and I will not come out of him as long as I um, yield to his will and his word. And I can tell that you've been looking at the cross because these are words that come out um, that our doubt goes away. We have assurance. We have confidence because why? We see that he took our sin. And so that we're free uh, from it. And these are words that you're using. And so when you talk about freedom, Samuel, how, how long have you been experiencing this real freedom that, that you, can you remember? 
Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not so long compared to maybe other people, but it's been uh, seven or eight weeks. Um, yeah, the, it's been the time of the boot camp, 30 days, but then longer as well, because I finished some time ago. And uh, there has been so far no, no accident, no slip ups. And um, it's been seven or eight weeks. Uh, yeah, of, of purity and of a shift in the desire and the mindset. Yeah. That's really key, isn't it? We, we think differently, don't we? we we're no longer uh, in bondage to images in our minds. And so we think differently. We, you no doubt are thinking differently about your wife and about uh, all things because our minds become cleansed at the cross. Not only are our hearts made whole and healed, but we begin to think differently. Um, and this all has to do with sitting at the cross and, and receiving all of the love and the power and the freedom that comes from Jesus' death and resurrection. Um, as, we, as we kind of bring this to a close, Samuel, maybe you can read verse 6 there, and we'll just talk about it briefly. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and Jehovah hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. So there's our past. Um, we strayed. We left God's paths. We went, turned to our own way. Um, and then there's the cross. Uh, and so it, mine says, the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Which means if God put on Jesus our sins, that we don't have them anymore. And so Samuel, you are free, right? You're free from your sin. You're free from guilt. You're free from shame. You're free from your past. Um, how, how does that feel to you? <laughs> well, yeah, it feels, uh, it feels powerful, you know. It feels, um, I, I believe there's a call on my life. But I believe with this new uh, weight lifted off that I'll be able to go much further in what God's calling me to do. So it's exciting because for a long time, I've always felt held back. I always felt I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And I really, through this new change, I really feel that things are going to really take another dimension in God. and also in terms of reaching other people, which is dear to my heart. So, yeah, it's exciting. Um, there is uh, still many steps that I need to go through, especially in the restoration of my marriage and with my family. But I'm not wanting to rush the process. I have decided to work on myself, become a better man on many levels. And uh, I'm taking this, which I have heard in someone sharing somewhere on in, in a preach or a message uh, at times you can do a constructive uh, separation which i was against i really didn't want to separate but i take it as a constructive separation allowing god and putting my own efforts and um to to go forward because when we come back together and i'll be totally changed man and treat my wife in a total different way our family will be able to really, I believe, uh, bring the glory of God um, wherever we go. 
so that's why I'm really excited and looking forward to the years ahead, the new freedom that God, I mean, it's not the, it's the same freedom, but it's the, a greater understanding and realization on my part and decision to walk in that freedom fully rather than partially because of impurities. That is an excellent summary and statement. You know, in Ephesians chapter 4, it tells us that Christ takes captivity captive. Um, that's how we know we're really free, is when he takes us captive. Uh, so we're now in bondage, happily so, to Jesus who died and who rose again and has rescued us and has taken us captive and we're following him now, and you have a bright future, Samuel, and it's in your heart, I can tell by what you say, to minister to people. And yes. your, your ministry will be most powerful if you limit your message to the cross of Jesus Christ, the blood he shed, how he removed their sin and died for them, and how that circumcises our hearts, crushes our hearts, and then makes them whole. You know, all this experience that happens at the cross. And, and so I'm just encouraging you as you look forward into the future and you look at the years to come, um, learn this message well and see it everywhere in the scriptures. Everywhere yes. you look, it's going to point us to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Brother, as, you, as we close, uh, I'd like to, to ask you if you're willing to pray. Um, and as you, as you think about... Um, other people that are maybe where you used to be, where you and I used to be, you know, they're in bondage, they, they're hopeless, they've tried so many different things. Um, what can you say and, and how can you pray for them? Uh, are you okay with just praying and closing yes. for people that are sort of coming behind you and me and, and to give them hope? Yes, yeah, so I would just say... Um, the obvious that we know, but there's degrees and levels into that is to turn to Jesus, but to turn wholeheartedly to Jesus in every area of, of your life, really, and to completely let go of the mundane, the, the fleshly, carnal things, because, and also, yeah, to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal which one they are, because sometimes we think uh, that it's okay or we don't even see in it because we are um, in agreement with the enemy and he's very cunning and very subtle but asking the Holy Spirit to reveal what areas of our lives I say yours but it's my life there's I'm sure there's more areas that I'm going to work through but um, and as, as you truly do that and realize what happened when Jesus died on that cross for you and me and the blood that was shed, and the pain, and the suffering, and the flogging, and the humiliation, and the the spat on him. They he was nearly naked. He was taught. He did all of that for a purpose to set us free, to take our grief, our our sins, our our death, our mortality, and to to replace it. All of that negative and dark stuff to replace it for joy a crown of life eternal life and a fullness a mission here on earth and beyond and eternal life is not a future event it starts as we uh, relate intimately with jesus christ that's when eternity starts and 
because it's knowing God, knowing Jesus. That's what eternal life is. And so I just um, ask you all to really um, look afresh in who Jesus is and what happened on the cross. And as you do that, it will transform you, liberate you and set you free. And I am going to pray right now in the name of Jesus. Anyone hearing Mike and myself sharing this um, mini interview or Bible study, I just pray, Holy Spirit, just do what they cannot do by themselves. Just, just flow into their lives, flow into their hearts and give them that desire to see you on the cross supernaturally and give them the, the ability to 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 empathize and, and sympathize with what you've suffered for us on the cross so that they can be set free and liberated in the name of Jesus. And as you break the chains in our lives, as you break the darkness in our lives, you, you liberate us and you liberate the people who are hearing and you're allowing them to be able to be reconciled to who you want them to be and to live the lives you have in store for them, the fullness of what you have, the abundance you have for them. So just bless them and let them be able to, yeah, go and share that message with others as they are being set free so that others, the multiplication effects will be so powerful and cities and villages and places all over the earth will be set free because that's what you are doing right now. And just really thank you Holy Spirit for your mercy and your purging and your cleansing spirit right now in our hearts we just commit ourselves to you daily and we want to live for you and no one else in the name of Jesus Amen This has been a podcast of Setting Captives Free For more information or to enroll in free interactive courses on finding freedom please go to settingcaptivesfree.com. Tune in next time for more truth that sets captives free.